0: What if today really was the first day of the rest of your life? Today you make your trade, everything you've accomplished and become for whatever God offers in exchange. There you are, poised on the brink, lifetime in hand, ready to step into eternity. What a moment and what an amazing exchange, your blink in the sun for God's endless day, your spoonful of water for his Amazon River. You take your step You put down your little handful of time and pick up your forever life. But what if I told you that the small choices you make today, like how you interact with your boss or whom you invite to dinner, could change what happens next? Would you be surprised? In the little book you're about to listen to, you're going to discover that Jesus revealed that our actions now will affect our future forever. Astoundingly, millions who follow Jesus seem to have missed what he said. Could you be one? I was. I grew up in a family that attended church regularly, and I was taught the Bible from the time I was a little boy. Later, I spent nine years pursuing theological training, but the clear teachings of Jesus on this subject remained lost to me, like overlooked treasures in my own house. When I finally discovered them, many things started to make sense for the first time. Uh, But let's admit it, any change in how we think about our future— even if it could radically improve our prospects, takes courage. We struggle to let go of comfortable assumptions, even when they're preventing us from seeing the whole truth. We're like toddlers peering through a keyhole at the night sky, trying to hold on to our tiny patch of stars. But the keyhole is so small and the view is so great, Jesus wants to open the door and show us more, much more prepare to be astonished. No one made more shocking statements about the afterlife than Jesus of Nazareth. His teachings often left his audiences amazed, dumbfounded, and even outraged. Take his first public appearance at the age of twelve. All who heard him, the Bible says, were astonished at his understanding and answers. When Jesus formally began his ministry, his audience was again astonished. In his teaching known as the Sermon on the Mount— Jesus said this, Blessed are you when men hate you, and when they exclude you, and revile you, and cast out your name as evil for the Son of Man's sake. Rejoice in that day, and leap for joy. You might know these verses well. I have to confess that I read them dozens, if not scores of times, before I really read them. Jesus' statement seems incredible, doesn't it? I used to think he was saying something like, if you are persecuted on my behalf, you'll be so happy that you'll jump for sheer delight. But if you read on, it's clear that's not what Jesus meant. He continued, here's the reason, for indeed your reward is great in heaven. In those eight words, Jesus reveals why you and I can rejoice even in the worst circumstances. Why? because there's a direct connection between something you do for him on earth and something great he will do for you in heaven. Notice that Jesus describes it as a reward for doing, which would distinguish it, for example, from a gift you would receive for believing. Also, the reward is specifically and personally yours if you behave in one way, but it is not yours if you behave in another. For example, If you ran away under the pressure of persecution. You see, Jesus isn't asking you and me to enjoy misery on his behalf. Instead, he's saying that the consequences in heaven for certain actions on earth will be so wonderful that simply knowing they're coming and knowing that they will be great can transform how we live now. Yes, and even create spontaneous outbursts of joy. This promise of reward in heaven isn't an isolated example of Jesus' teachings on the subject. Just listen to three of them. In Matthew 16:27 he says, "He will reward each according to his works." In Matthew 19:21 Jesus said, "You will have treasure in heaven." And in Luke 14:14 14, 14, Jesus said, "You will be blessed for you shall be repaid at the resurrection." As you're about to discover, the implications of these passages are enormous. For one thing, they suggest that God is keeping track of what you do for him every day, and for another, that you have more to gain by serving him than you ever imagined. Tracking down